trying to free your mind, Neo. But I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. When I look around, I always learn something. That is, to be always yourself. And to express yourself. To have faith in yourself. Do not go out and look for a successful personality and duplicate him. Now, that seems to me that that is the prevalent thing happening. Like they always copy mannerism, but they never start from the very root of his being, and that is, how can I be me? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. I am your host, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Jameson P. Error. Adam. <laughs> and our spectacular part-time co-host, Chris. Hello, hello. And joining us today for the first time on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast is Graf. He is heard been heard on the we the people radio uh with myself back what was that a few months ago and and now yeah. he has a new podcast that he's starting out what's the name of your new podcast graph it's just the Graphcast. pretty simple Graphcast. very yeah. cool all right so we're gonna jump right into it usually we ask every guest the same question what okay. was the moment when you first realized, could have been when you were a kid, a teenager, when yeah. you first realized that something wasn't as you were being told, right? What was the first conspiracy, maybe? That... Um, well, I'll have to say that um, my first conspiracy that like really got me like to start looking into this stuff was definitely 9-11 because I'm from New Jersey. I live about, I lived about 20 minutes uh, from New York City so, uh, you know, the, the catastrophic energy that was around that day, I was in seventh grade, I was a young kid, um, really shook me to the core. And uh, I started to explore um, different avenues because even at a young age, like even, even younger than seventh grade, like I kind of always like, I, I heard about the Illuminati, uh, like, the, like the music industry and stuff. Um, I've always been like, uh, I guess a, a problem child, you can say, uh, they, they couldn't control me. So I was like medicated in the fourth grade, you know, that old story. So, uh, I would definitely say nine 11 though, for, for the first conspiracy for sure. Oh yeah. I hear you, man. I have a visceral memory of that day that I'll probably never lose. I think a yeah. lot of people do. I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, that was it for you. You must've been pretty aware from a young age. What, uh, what was the time when you first got into the Q stuff? Were you early on the Q train? Were you late to the Q train? What was the, what um, got you into that? I was like probably, I would say uh, about a year uh, late from when, when Q first started to post. Uh, my friend, uh, Nick Gags, he, uh, he was the first one to really talk to me about it because I always, 
I always knew this stuff already, you know, like I, I was very versed on everything that was going on, but I was super black pilled, you know, like I didn't see any hope. Like I, I had faith in Trump, you know, I believed that that Trump was going to be uh, like a JFK situation, you know, but um, I didn't really get into like Q until about like 2018. Okay. And now after everything that's going on in the past week or so, how do you feel? Do you feel like you're still, you still have um, the same feelings you once had, or are you starting to doubt? Or no, I, do you I have, have more full, faith? No, I have full faith in everything that's going on. See, the problem that people don't understand about Q is they shouldn't read the posts at face value. You know, they, they shouldn't set up like a, a time when they really believe things are going to happen because there are decoders and the enemy is reading the boards too, you know? So, so they're paying attention to what's going on. It's not just about like the Anons are, are giving this high level military intelligence. I mean, there's a lot of disinformation that are on the boards to keep that constant rat race with, you know, the cabal. Yeah. So I, I still have full faith. Yeah. I, it's funny. Cause we have a, a similar uh, friend who kind of, was that guy for me getting me into the Q stuff. He was supposed to join us today, but had to duck out. And uh, yesterday he was um, talking about how this guy Code Monkey had messed up the boards and like deleted a bunch of stuff and cancels his account. And it wasn't it wasn't Code Monkey. It was um, an admin. Oh, it was an admin? Yeah, yeah under the name. Hmm. What, oh, okay. What was yeah, that? Last I part? saw it was not messed up. Yeah. What'd you say, Mark? What was that last part, Chris? You you hit mute uh, a little too soon there. Yeah. So there was uh, yesterday um, an admin who was a global admin for the site. Um, basically, deleted all the threads that was on that specific board in which uh, he posted on, and uh, the. I think the board was down for a while and then eventually it came back up and there was like one post there and it was by this guy who went under the pseudonym pillow who basically tried to explain in like some sort of shitty manifesto of why he did it really and the reason i bring that up is because you know i've always been skeptical of a lot of that because it's exactly as you described graph it's it's full of disinformation and it really takes a, a where and calculating person to keep track you know and stay yeah on board that's why i kind of rely on uh listening to podcasts in a way because i know that there's other yeah. people you know like x22 or you know various sources who like i really like the propaganda report they don't really get too much into the q stuff but they're at least covering you know the mainstream news in a way that's not <laughs> biased in any way because i mean it's the yeah. propaganda report but yeah so i mean things are crazy right now but i i kind of feel the same way you do uh, we were just talking previously before we started this, and um, our friend brought up the fact that it's possible that more troops, more National Guard troops are showing up. It's also possible that Biden is, in fact, you know, like I theorized, only digitally the president, right? So they're faking yeah. it till they make it. You know, they're using deep fake videos. Yeah. They're using all this BS. And on it, I mean, you know. 
how can we trust anything anymore? I think the, the, the charade that the media has played on us in 2020 has become more obvious than ever. And yeah. one of the other main crucial points of this, besides the Trump um, attack, was the vaccine campaign, you know, more, it, me, I kind of suspect that that was one edge of the same sword, you know, like the yeah. COVID pandemic was also a part of this kind of three-pronged attack against Donald Trump. Well, it's a battle, you know, between, it's a battle between like the black hats and the white hats, you know, it's like warlocks and wizards. <laughs> and the thing about, you know, with the, with the whole Biden uh, administration is Biden got inaugurated as the president of the old corporation. So Donald Trump took apart the corporation. We're, we are a sovereign republic now. And in 1871, we got sold out to the crown and the other globalists, and we became a corporation. So Donald Trump is going to be the 19th president of the, the republic, of the, the sovereign republic. And the inauguration will actually be on March 4th because that was the original inauguration date, which is actually pretty crazy because it's my birthday. And uh, the inauguration will be for the new republic because basically what's going on right now is we have to leave the uh, control system that the globalists have over America, and they've had it for a long time. That's why we live in the slave system. We have the IRS, taxes, all these things are completely unconstitutional. And we need to break away from that. That's why Trump took over the Fed. Like a lot of people don't realize when, when Trump took over the Fed, like that's a huge, huge, huge chess move. And I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, a Rothschild actually just died on Saturday. I, yeah, I saw man. that one on the board. Yeah, yeah. Rothschild died on Saturday. The guy who created Sweet and Low uh, jumped. He's like an 80-year-old dude, jumped from his like Manhattan uh, apartment um, I mean, there's like a bunch of stuff going on, but Trump is going to be the president of the, the new republic because we need to get away from the control of uh, the cabal completely. Wow. That is something I haven't heard yet. It's a truth bomb and it fits in to the narrative because you're absolutely right. The federal government is an overlay, right? What that yeah. means to me is that they took an existing system and they couldn't alter it because it would have been illegal so instead they just overlaid it right they put this yes. whole nother layer on top that we as citizens of that bureaucracy had to you know live within those rules yeah. and yeah. i actually spent this summer with a family of christians who were uh very much you know to the bible christians they even believed in flat earth but one of the more um, interesting reasons why I bring it up is because her father was a member of the Republic of this state, the state of Connecticut, because okay. about 10 or so years ago, him and a group of other people, I mean, they're farm owners, so they're, they're pretty prominent in the community, so to speak. Um, and him and a, a few other community leaders started legally a Republic within the state of Connecticut, and they had a <clears throat> legal, pretty much, uh, I guess the word, I'm kind of losing the word right now, but 
taxes and fines and yeah, fees would not apply to them right and even yeah, the state yeah. troopers had a meeting where they were told like listen you know these are the people you should just like if that you pull them over and they identify themselves as such just leave them alone and eventually it became a problem to where people's lives were being threatened somebody was hurt and oh, yeah. um and it was no more and the people who were once part of it kind of don't really talk about it much anymore. And I I brought it up with uh, her father and he told me a little bit about it, but it wasn't something that he seemed like he would have told me if he didn't know me very well, you know? It's something that yeah. he only told me because he understood that I was uh, awoken to this kind of stuff. So it's trusted information, you know? And um, and that's what- I suggest people watch War uh, Castles on YouTube, uh, Russell okay. J. Gould. Russell J. Gould actually did the same exact thing as the dude that you're talking about and he actually got out of the corporation of america and he became he didn't have to pay taxes and like they like came for him but they couldn't kill him so they like they would beat him up and all this other stuff but they couldn't kill him because he wasn't part of the corporation i really suggest you guys watch that it's called war castle it's on youtube war castle great uh, yeah we'll keep a note of that yeah. thank you grab yeah i um i'm completely down with the sovereign movement i think that if if that was the true goal of donald trump it would make a lot of sense and i think that the media is not gonna even cover anything hinting at that whatsoever oh, yeah so, of course they're putting on this awful charade i mean you see biden today clearly getting orders through a, a earpiece He's told to that. salute the Marine, and instead he just says, salute the Marines, like a fucking Yeah, movie. I saw that. You know? Yeah, that's hysterical. One yeah. Of, another thing, too, about, like, how, how I know for a fact that Trump is leaving the sovereign, I mean, starting the sovereign republic, is because I, at his farewell speech, he had, okay, so when the, the gold tassels, like the gold fringe is on the American flag, that is the flag of the corporation. So... Trump, when he did his farewell speech, he had them behind him and they were completely wrinkled. So if you know anything about wrinkled flags like McCain, um, uh, Bush Sr., Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when they when they died, their casket had wrinkled flags on them because flag call wrinkled flags means treason that you were that you were executed for treason. You're a traitor. So with these gold fringe flags being of the corporation wrinkled like that means that it was executed for treason. Wow. Yeah, it's heavy, man. It's really heavy, but we're headed into a good timeline. Wait, who's yeah. executed for we're treason? A good timeline. Uh, John McCain. No, no, no. I, I get that. When Trump had the wrinkled flags, what did that symbolize? That symbolized the corporate America is gone. The corporation of America is dead. Got it. Because he even said in that speech. Yeah, and he even said in that speech, he was like, "We become a sovereign republic." I mean, people should really go back and listen to that speech because he dropped so many bombs that that proves that we are now a sovereign republic and not a corporation anymore and not controlled by the globalist or the cabal. Yeah. And this is, you know, to bring it back to the spiritual perspective that I know you have, Graf, is this year people have been calling it the great reset people have been calling it the year of uh, awakening or even the apocalypse the end times right and what that yeah. means to me what i've learned and it was actually spoken about on the higher side chats uh the newest episode with ross ben who if anybody hasn't heard him before i check out 
recommend you check him out. Ross Ben is fantastic, really awesome, uh, synchromistic type thinker. And he basically is saying that this time we're in is when people are going to start to wake up. And uh, I wake up, you know, what that means spiritually is that our 12 strands of DNA will become activated. Currently, there's only two strands of DNA, so to speak, right? And the 12th strand- Mine are activated. Mine are activated. I actually did a, uh, a meditation, uh, a Palladian meditation. It was the craziest thing ever, man. Uh, I, I, I fully had an out-of-body experience where I left my body. I'll actually send you the meditation. It's incredible. I left my body and I saw these light beings come near me and touch me. And I watched my body just light up all over the place. And ever since that's happened, my perspective, I, I'm able to actually tap into the quantum realm and bring things in that I, I can bring from the astrals. And I'm learning to navigate through the astrals. There's in the other dimension, it's a whole nother world that we can become conscious in if we actually figure out how to navigate it. So it's very interesting. I'll, I'll send you that meditation. Yeah, elaborate on that for us, if you will. So when you when you did this meditation, what was the what was the transition from consciousness to unconsciousness, or or were you aware the whole time? What was the um, experience? Well, no, I mean my my body was definitely behind. It was an out of body experience. So uh, our DNA, like this, is the thing that people don't understand. Like we are made of energy. We are made of literally space dust. Like. The creator created us in his image, right? So we are made of the universe. And we've been lied to believe that we are more flesh than spirit, okay? We are actually spirits having a human experience. So once you figure out that you could be in two places at one time, you can actually separate your, your conscious spirit from your body and go other places. That's what astral traveling is. So when I did this, I actually watched my, my astral body leave through the, the roof of my house. And I got taken into what looked like a spaceship. And these, these light beings surrounded me and touched me. And then I actually saw like my light body like glow. Like, you know what I'm saying? And in the meditation, it's about activating your, your 12 strands of DNA. It's really, really, really amazing. And I'm going to send it to you and you can send it to them and, you know, try yeah, it we'll out. Yeah, we'll put it in the links to the, the show for sure. So everybody can oh, definitely, definitely. listen to this. And uh, yeah, man, that's really compelling. I'm glad you shared that with us. I didn't know that beforehand. Um, I might have had some more questions ready, but yeah. Who, that's- uh, who, <laughs> who uh, turned you on to uh, this uh, Palladian meditation? Like, how did you find out about it? Uh, well, I, I was like searching stuff on YouTube and I came across it, but, um, the thing is, so like Palladians, uh, Arturians, um, all of these higher dimensional ETs are in the other realms and and they're helping us right now. So with the great awakening, uh, you know, about like the conjunction that passed on December 21st with, uh, Saturn and, uh, Jupiter. So basically when that happened, we entered into the age of Aquarius, right? And the age of Aquarius is the golden age where we actually can obtain our light bodies. So the problem is with, you know, the vaccines and all these things to bring it back to that is that people are feeding into the 3D world. Okay. And the 5D realm is right here with us. It's just about breaking away from the fear and trauma cycle that they keep with the, the mockingbird media and, and all these things that hold you 
in this loop. And once you figure out that you are a spirit having a human body, uh, a human experience, and you can actually do amazing, amazing things, that's when you can start doing these like really heavy meditations. I have another meditation. It's amazing. Uh, it's activating your 12 chakras. So there's actually more than seven chakras. There's 12 chakras. They're just not uh, in your body. They're above you in the ethereal realm because we have we have a different, like a light body, an ethereal body, an astral body. And we are taught, you know, from the, the slave ship that we were brought to on this planet is that we are humans and that we are just a flesh. And it, it's just, there's so much more to the actual game. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I think that this generation that you and I are in, I mean, I was born in the year 94. Most of us in the uh, chat here were born around that year. Were you also born around that time? I was born in 89. 89? Five years older than me. Yeah, I'm a little older. Cool. Yeah. And I think that five-year range is about how, you know, maybe even 10 years or so. I don't know the exact number, but that is what the indigo children are said to have been you know come to incarnate in that time frame and here we are now with the digital you know consciousness creeping towards us ever so slightly on that same episode that i just referenced with ross ben greg was mentioning like yeah are you sure that these indigo children are really here i mean look how many of us of them are on tiktok and youtube and all these you know awful places for you know low consciousness vibration like that's where that exists you know what are your thoughts on that uh graph do you think that more people are going to be entering this higher vibrational state in the next coming uh few years i think uh yes i i do believe that it's gonna it's gonna be a push and pull though because we have to go through so much before we can even start to like battle that uh consciousness because people are still very much plugged into the 3D world. And the thing, you know, to bring it back to Q, Q was basically to deprogram people's minds from the Mockingbird media and the control system that they've been loose harvesting you and, and playing off your emotions. And these, these archons have been feeding off your energy for so long. So a lot of people have to, we have to get past that lesson first. But the indigo children, the thing about them, why they give off an indigo aura is because their third eyes are already open and they are already above any type of substance on this planet. Like, yes, your human form can be taken down, but your consciousness can't. Okay. Our consciousness is way stronger than our human form. So with TikTok and these things that, yeah, they're, they're low vibrational, but an indigo is already such a high vibration that it, it can actually transmute through the low vibration because it's a higher vibration already so the the low vibration can't take it down you know what i'm saying absolutely man i'm i'm 100 percent in agreement with that you know i'm resonating with that and uh maybe the listeners of the show and my friends here might know this uh that i too have done types of chants and and different ways of of activating my third eye this was probably eight or so years ago now but you know, ever since then, I mean, I've been a different person. And I think that people have noticed that even before I did podcast, people would, would notice that about me, like, Oh, what, how do you know all this stuff, you know, and it, I, that's why the podcast is named the way it is. Because even though I know all this stuff, my family never gives me the time of day to talk about it, you know, so oh, yeah. it's just like, that's, 
some of us, you know, are predisposed to it. You're absolutely right. Like I, I set out to, to be this way. I wasn't perfect when I was a teenager, but I think that a lot of the maturing that some people do when they're in their twenties, I did when I was in my, you know, 15, 16, 17 and 18, cause yeah. I was getting my ass kicked doing martial arts and doing wrestling and, you know, just kind of putting all that on fast forward, you know? So, yeah, I mean, for, for now though, I mean, what do you say to guys like Jay, Chris and Adam, who I don't want to speak for them, but maybe haven't maybe felt that same spiritual revelation that you and I have, what, what can people like that do to find their own uh, path or, or open up their own third eye? I think, um, you know, first off, start to meditate. That's like the first place to definitely begin because uh, the the battle comes from within side. You know, that's what light working is and shadow working is. It's it's facing your traumas and realizing that you're above it, you know, that these things actually don't hold you down. The anxieties, depressions, these things that we believe that we have are just toxic energy that is actually trying to weigh us down to the 3D world. So I would definitely say start with meditation. Uh, start to look into different, like, I guess, podcasts, you know, like you guys have and stuff and other podcasts that speak on consciousness, that speak on spirituality. Um, I know like a lot of people hear this stuff and they're like, oh, well, this guy's like, he's fully out there. But the more you work at it, it's like a muscle. It's like going to the gym, you know, your mind is a muscle. So the more that you work on splitting from your subconscious, the more you'll understand that this is something that is very, very, very. Yeah, absolutely. Jay, Adam, Chris, you guys have any questions for uh, about what he just said? No, really. Uh, I, just, I guess, you know, be more open to it, really. You um, down with it, Adam? What? You down with it, though? Yeah, I'm a, uh, it sounds like, I've you know, when people say meditate, I mean, look at them when pe the people who say meditate look at them they look like the re most relaxed people you've ever seen so it's kind of like why would why do i not want to be <laughs> someone who wants to meditate right i i've never i've never been opposed to it you know i just never really explored it right. so i'm never against adam, it i never was adam between between me and you okay yeah you say based on how i act that i seem like i meditate based on what you just said uh, no, I feel like you've been a loony bin for maybe 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my point, though, is nobody's perfect. Like, I can meditate, you know, I can fall off the bandwagon, maybe, so to speak, and then get some road rage and then have that realization like, oh, shit, I need to meditate. And then I take the next two hours to, to just drive somewhere I've never been before, because for me, meditating happens when I drive. So I think when you yeah. find, you know, a ritual that works for you and facilitates that kind of flow state, that meditative state, that could yes. be the beginning of this journey. I mean, having a, a an astral projection where angels change your, your DNA strands, I wish that's I've experienced cool. that. That's, that's pretty cool. I, um, I can only say like, you know, in the past few months, I've I've had maybe ten or so dreams that I remember. Do you uh, do you smoke weed, Graph? Do you think like uh, maybe are you sober or? Oh yeah, I smoke weed. No, yeah, I smoke okay. Weed. Uh, I smoke weed. I, I, I've taken ayahuasca. I think that had like a, a big uh, help 
to for for me to be able to uh, kind of navigate this stuff. Yeah, well, the um, reason I, like I bring ones. it up because I I felt like maybe the the problem for me with the astral projection thing is that I smoke too much weed, but maybe doing ayahuasca well, that helps. Yeah, you think so? That helps. Okay. Helps. So uh, I would say the best thing for you to to if you really want to like project this, work on your breath because your breath is the most important thing. When once you learn how to like consciously breathe. So a lot of people don't like, you know, how Tesla said three, six, nine, three, six, nine is actually a way to breathe. So if you breathe in three, so you breathe in three, you blow out six, and then you hold nine. If you keep doing this, you're actually activating DMT in your pineal gland. And you will go into such a deeper meditation. Wow. It's a very, very prominent way to actually activate this astral body and opening these doors. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy, man. That sounds like a potent way to kickstart it. I myself, I remember one of the most memorable meditations I ever did was with a chant that goes like this. Thoth. So you say that T-H-O, the O is very deep. And the T-H is kind of like with your tongue. You like kind of vibrate it on the tips of your teeth with your tongue, right? For me, doing that meditation, yeah. I read about it. It said, you know, don't do this too often. You know, you can cause some kind of, it was an older book. It was saying like, oh, it can cause lunacy if you do this <laughs> too often. So. Yeah, <laughs> I was I, I heeded the caution and I've only done it a couple times, but when I did do that meditation with a kind of long steady kind of dedication making myself louder and louder and louder, I actually did feel a sort of white light come over me. I had a kind of fainting oh, yeah. experience and then as I woke back up, I was in my backyard which is where i started i didn't teleport or anything but i looked to my yeah. left and there was a feather from a hawk and i there you go yeah and it was floating on the the grass almost you know like on the top of the grass like it just landed there so i brought this to someone who i've called my mentor i've mentioned him on the podcast before someone who taught me a lot when i was a in college he uh was a native american from arizona and he told me yeah man this is a this is a good omen you know this is this is a sign from it is from the spirit because feathers are used to pray right they certain yes. tribes believe that feathers will carry your prayers to the creator so you know i always take in that as a symbol of like all right i did something that actually had a an effect you know oh, yeah. my skeptical yeah. logical doubting self would have stopped me from going down this path but things like that those little synchronistic moments are oh, yeah. points of consciousness to let you know you're on the right path have you have you had any relevant synchros lately any synchronicities oh. come up that you can think of so many man um I always see feathers. Uh, one of the things about feathers is uh, they say when a feather is near, angels appear. And uh, that's it's a real prominent thing. So that's a blessing that you found that I get synchronicities all the time. I mean, I think of things, they pop up everywhere. Um, I can literally manifest now like 
things that I want to bring into my life through abundance and love and, you know, to, to spread cheer. Um, numbers, I see numbers all the time. It just, there's just so many different synchronicities that I see. And now more than ever, uh, I would say that I can actually be in two places at once, you know, like I can, I can get into a meditative state by just being, you know, I like, I don't really have to like, I mean, I love to meditate and go inside, but I can actually like just be walking or I can just get into a meditative state right now. Like you can just get into that flow state, the more that you do it. And I feel like the synchronicities that I see when I get into that flow state are things that I'm bringing from somewhere else. And then I know it's a sign and it's kind of like a building block. You know, it's like you get this one synchronicity, then you get another one, then another one and another one. And you're like, okay, I'm building this path now. Like I know I'm on the right path because I'm, I'm getting all these synchronicities. And as I'm doing this, my life is becoming better. Like more and more amazing things are happening to me. The more that I'm in this flow state and the more that I'm recognizing the patterns, because that's the most important thing is you have to recognize the pattern. And a lot of people don't. And this is why, like back to Chu, Chu uses anons that, you know, are gamers. It's game theory because we know how to recognize patterns. We know how to beat the game. Like, we know how to play Zelda and go save the princess. Like we know how to do these things because we know how to recognize the patterns. And this is a very, uh, the, the battle that we're in right now is a conscious spiritual battle. And the more that you recognize that and realize that the better off you'll actually be. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, all good points. Do you guys have anything to add Jay? Today I walked into Sam Ash to buy some drum stuff. And I saw, I saw the one guy who works in drums that sold me my snare drum exactly a year ago. So we talked about, you know, he followed me on Instagram when I bought my snare drum. I was like, yo, man, what up? Do you remember me? And he's checking me out. And all of a sudden I hear someone in the bass section playing this song by this, you know, musician, Victor Wooten. But the crazy part is, is this song just came on my Discover Weekly on Spotify like this weekend and i was like oh victor wooten like i love him i've never heard this song before let me let me like this you know i've been listening to it for the past like three days and i walk in and do this and then there's that guy you know playing that song it was pretty crazy wow. no that's awesome that's not a coincidence yeah that's a that's a good instance of it i mean and then that uh that meditation mark you told me a while ago remember and i started meditating about getting uh, a more stable job and that happened Amazing. Um, so i mean the the whole opening all 12 chakras and all that it kind of gives me like anxiety just thinking about it but i'm definitely on the whole uh meditation um can be great for you you know of course, yeah. yeah that, I'll second that meditation. Yeah, that bowl meditation that Jay just brought up, Graph. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's uh, it's this idea that you visualize a bowl, an actual okay. bowl, you know, B O W L, in your yeah. skull. You visualize, okay. it and you see whatever you want to manifest, some kind of symbol of that falling into the bowl. Oh wow! And then you forget okay. about it. And um, Jay and I had a situation where it was demonstrated very clearly that I had manifested something. And uh, yeah, it was this gold coin that ended up being worth like $1,600. And 
And wow. after, yeah. And after we, we waited for like three weeks, nobody came to pick it up and it literally just fell on the table out of nowhere. Like somebody dropped it and turned away wow. and I almost kept it for myself. But the fact that I told Jay about it, knowing how much of a like do-gooder he is and he would want to like wait for the person to, you know, come back and not sell it. I was like, uh, maybe I should keep it. And then part of me was like, no, you got to show Jay. So I showed Jay. Next thing you know, <laughs> karma comes back for us and uh, we, we split it, you know, 50 50 because it's right. <laughs> we All did wait a long time. Yeah, yeah we waited long. like three weeks for the person to come back. We had it in our like we had it in the van waiting too in case anyone came up to us and asked. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, it was it was pretty pretty profound, and I didn't really put the pieces together until afterwards that the reason why it might have happened was the bowl meditation. And since then, I've talked about it on a few podcasts. So I apologize, listeners, if you <laughs> heard that one before. But that's you know I think for for Jay at least it probably showed him that I wasn't as crazy as I seemed you know and and some of the things that I was talking about were legit you know and it definitely oh, yeah. gave me a little bit more validity but as far as this year goes I mean I went from being a huge fan of tinfoil hat to working for tinfoil hat and being like, one, yeah. like a crew member you know so yeah. I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, if I manifested that, like, what's next, you know, and, and I don't like to bring stuff up like that, you know, knock on wood, I'm superstitious, but that's the thing. It's like, you have to kind of demonstrate for other people sometimes that this stuff can work out, you know, and it's not just all hocus pocus. And believe me, my parents would never, ever want to hear that. Like, they would just think I was, (laughs) they'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, why don't you have a full-time job already? You know, so I think, I think that's a good point to bring up is that like, we're not talking about this stuff to like tell you, Oh, you know, you could get rich by meditating or like your life is going to be instantly better. You know, it's, uh, well, you have to be about the intention and, you know, showing, we're just showing examples of like how, yeah. how it could work. Well, the know? reason why I, I bring up the fact that I split, the money with you and how the karma was there was because I think the universe only rewards those who wish to reward others, you know, with those rewards. And I think that the only reason why someone like me got the opportunity to work for Sam is because for the last 10 years, I've been saying to myself, you know, (laughs) in my own meditations, like, I want to help the world, God, like, tell me how I can do it, you know, and that's it, you know, and that's what it is when you make that pledge to say, I want to help, I want to do, I want to be in service towards others, however I can, the best way I can do it, you know, then the, the path becomes a lot easier to tread. And I think that you start to notice, like you said, graph those signs that let you know, you know, that you're on the right path. And yeah, man, I mean, it's definitely activated you know, you got activated and like, that's, that's important to, to, to realize is that you were sent here for this battle. You were sent here to guide and lead through your voice, through your energy. And the, so back to manifestation, the number one thing that people don't realize is, is if everybody understood this and we all consciously were on the same wave, 
the things that we can manifest for our entire world to get back into harmony, we wouldn't need Q, we wouldn't need Trump, we wouldn't need presidents because we would have the actual help of God. See, people don't realize, they think, you know, the church is, is the, the church is blasphemous more than anything. And they have to realize that this connection of consciousness through the giant web of energy that we're all on here is our phone call to God. That's yeah. been basically the wire has been cut by Jesuits. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, Tesla with that nugget of wisdom about the 369. I mean, that's a clear example of someone who had a divine spark, right? Someone who the creator infused with an amazing intelligence to have the ability to build free energy devices, which were quickly taken by the cabal and smashed and yeah. hidden and stowed away, you know, and, uh, and those are the types of technologies that we could be building as human beings that would take our, you know, energy output on this planet and multiply it. And not only that, take our pollution output and minimize it because we'd be using oh, yeah. clean energy. We'd be using electromagnetics. We'd be using these other types of anti-gravity. I mean, Aaron Murakami is somebody that comes to mind who's talked a lot about ether physics and this new type of science if anyone's unsure that's spelled a-e-t-h-e-r ether physics and if you look that up i mean you can be blown away there's other guys like eric p dollard who in my opinion is like a modern day tesla i mean he has barely any funding because the scientific institution does not want to fund people like that doing that type of research so i mean the guy lived in his car for some time but the car that he was living in was like a supercar you know like because he's awesome. super genius you know i mean that guy i don't want to you know harp on uh, all of greg's great work on the higher side chats but that's a that, those guys can be found there if you guys want to make you know the listeners oh, make wow. that jump over there and listen to that when you're done with this but you know, ether physics, free energy. What do you think about all that graph? Have you gotten into any of that type of stuff? Oh yeah. Uh, honestly, you know, back to Tesla. Tesla, the thing about him was that he was created with abundance. Okay. He had a, an abundance light source through him. He was a shaman of sorts. And the cabal hates people like that. Edison is the opposite of that. And that's why he was the one that basically took Tesla out. Uh, other people that have this power of abundance that were taken out by the cabal, uh, John Astor, uh, Guggenheim, and Isidore Strauss, and that's why they were killed on the Titanic, because not just because they had the money, but because they had the actual abundance power within them to create from the creator this, this high vibrational energy source. And, you know, that's what all this like quantum entanglement and all these things that they keep you so far away from because they don't want you to realize that you are so much more powerful than you actually are. And that's why they uh, literally suppress your pineal gland. That's why at the Vatican, they have giant statues of pine cones because they're throwing it in your face that they're keeping you weak and they're keeping you in this constant loop of thinking that you're this uh, human that's born of sin when you are a divine energy that is so powerful that it breaks the laws of physics, it breaks science, it breaks everything. And once people really get that understanding, we will transcend to the cosmos. Absolutely.
Yeah, I mean, for those who don't know, uh, those names you just mentioned of uh, people on the Titanic, John Astor was one of them. Do you remember the other two? What, who are the other two? Uh, Guggenheim. I forget his first name, but Guggenheim and Isidore Strauss. Yeah, and these were people, for those who don't know, who were trying to help America get away from this federal, you know, cabal we can use that great term to kind of sum it all up but i mean the english empire the british empire took the role of that from the roman empire which took the role of that from you know previous empires so there's always been an empire on this planet that's had a hidden element such as the jesuits or the illuminati is another one of those great catch-all terms but it really doesn't um you know it doesn't give you the details. A lot of people on like TikTok or Instagram see Illuminati or, you know, and they think one thing, but what yeah. would you say, you know, your thoughts on that to get, to go into that a little deeper? Like who are the main players that are behind oh, Cabal man. when you say that? Well, it, it goes back to uh, Samaria, like uh, Mesopotamia, the Anunnaki's, how, how the Anunnaki's, they, they separated between Enki and Enlil. Enki basically wanted to enslave the humans and Lil wanted to help them. They, and then they created the Lemurians, which created the Atlanteans. So this is a, a constant battle that has been going on between ETs. And the real problem right now, who is on this planet, are uh, the greys. So the gray scales are the ones that create the reptilians. And I would say right now, the reptilians are the ones that are really... Uh, controlling the the cabal but the greys are the ones controlling them and then the anunnaki's are the ones that are basically some of them are like we want to help the humans and and and, you know like we believe in them and then the other ones are like no we don't care it's it's lower than us we're we're worrying about things that are happening in other dimensions like really when you when when you break down to it earth is so much smaller than all of these other dimensions and all these things but the illuminati i would say right now uh, is mostly reptilians and greys. Those are the ones that are really pulling the strings. And that's why you see like, uh, you know, some of these videos of like people like their eyes like flickering and, and doing all sorts of crazy things because it's, it's you know, another word for it would be the serpent seed. So the serpent seed, like if you look at the Vatican, how like they say they uh, the thing is supposed to be Jesus behind the Pope, but it's like this giant, just like reptile thing. And the entire room is shaped in the, uh, the head of a viper like they're not hiding it from you, you know, like the, the serpent seed, the reptilians, they're the ones that have been controlling these empires for a long time. And it's a, it's a real battle between ETs. And the thing is of, of why we have the upper hand right now is because the poles shifted. So all the energy that they used to control used to be in Antarctica. Okay. With like hollow earth and all that stuff. So the poles shifted to like Greenland, like that area. So the, the Palladians and the Arcturians are the ones that that's their playground up there. So they're the ones right now helping the humans. Like th- there's like, if you go back, the Navy admirals had treaties with the Palladians, like the, the white hat admirals in the navies had treaties with Palladians when like not the Nazis, they had treaties with the greys and the reptilians. Like it, it's a crazy, it, like the rabbit hole really does go so deep. And it comes back to all of these uh, elitists are literally essentially being uh, their bloodlines being traced and they're interconnecting and mingling 
to keep that serpent seed bloodline alive and control everything around us. So, well, how about, oh, sorry, Mark. So when, when you consider, so would you say that the 1950s flyover was a, uh, that, that was a treaty being signed by Eisenhower with the aliens, supposedly, which faction of aliens was that? Are you aware to anything about that? Um, I'm not really too aware on that. The first two treaties you said, you said there was the treaty with the Arcturians and then there was the treaty with the Nazis. Well, the Nazis, uh, the Arcturians are the ones that created Palladians. They they, uh, made it with humans to create uh, the Palladians. And, um, the Nazis had Maria Orsic. Their treat the treaty was with the Navy. Gotcha. With the, the Admiral. That's Navy. the part I missed. And, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So the, the treaty was with the admirals in the Navy. But uh Hitler and Maria Orsic and the Nazis, they were the ones that were um channeling the Greys. Like our, you know, Alistair Crowley, for example, when he saw it, the the lamb that was a gray. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so so the Greys are are we'll call the the black hats of uh, the ET species, and okay. then the the Palladians and the Arcturians are the white hats, and those are the ones that are helping uh, in this in this battle against the global elites. Okay, Adam, you had a question. Well, it was just uh, you know I'm not too informed, but maybe do you have insight on to as to uh, when? we started being uh, run by greys and reptilians because I remember, you know, reading uh, something about Eisenhower, the whole Roswell incident. And when that happened, supposedly that was something that was said where it was like back and forth, like we won't do anything to you guys. If you let us just abduct you guys, like the greys asked the humans and Eisenhower was like, yeah, go ahead. As long as you just don't. That was, I think what, what Graf is talking about here, sorry, Graf, but maybe, uh, is, are you, am I coming through good? My internet? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Just making sure. Um, so when you imagine that the Nazis made this deal with the aliens in the thirties and forties, yeah. yeah. And the Nazis were taken over to America for operation paperclip. I yep. think that would explain within Graf's timeline and you mean like uh, yeah exactly like timeline wise what's that yeah. timeline wise yeah yeah the way I understand it and the way it seems Graf understands it it's that the Nazis came over to America after World War II so if they had an uh, agreement with the aliens the greys then I guess that crossed over as well it, that would make sense I mean we had the operation um high jump in in antarctica yes. what do you think of that graph do you think that the nazis won that time and and uh, they had a stronghold there in antarctica ever since oh yeah uh, i think that you know if, if you look into the antarctica treaty no one could go to antarctica there's giant walls up that you know you can't even really get into because what i've been told is that basically in the middle of earth there's a black hole and um i don't know if you ever heard of, like the order of the black sun you yeah I, I think i've heard of that i just don't know much about it but i definitely have heard of that so basically the order of the black sun are these uh luciferian reptilian whatever you want to call them and they control the the black hole that's in the middle of earth and they feed souls to it to to make it uh, a nefarious vibration 
because so they knock the planet out of harmony. They turn Earth into a prison planet by doing so. And really what we're supposed to be doing is how I said before, how we all connect. We're supposed to be feeding this black hole good energy and not of the children of uh, the blood of children and all the sick things that these Luciferians do. But um, yeah, Operation High Jump was a very, very key time in all of this stuff. Um, there was definitely deals made across the board to stay out of Antarctica for this reason. And they allowed the Greys and the reptilians to live down there in Hollow Earth. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I've heard a lot of different things about Hollow Earth. I've never heard that the the whole black hole theory, the way you've just laid it out, what I've heard was that there's an inner sun. But I mean, as a, that's what I mean. They they turn they turn things upside down a lot. Yeah. You know who knows. Um, I got a question. Go for yeah. it. So we're naming a bunch of, let's say, players, right? Um, I what where what is the i don't want to say solution but like what where does this all go when there's so many people in on it like it seems like a giant world war of interdimensional (laughs) beings like i i feel like it's just so much larger than anything i can physically wrap my own head around you know like i i don't see a good example is like i'm past 10 years i've been down with all this like it it all is great it all makes sense but then like you look at reality and it, it's like i don't see where it's headed other than these bad guys let's say are winning you yeah. know well that's the thing you're, you're watching a shadow war right now that you don't even know that's going on I, i'm sure that you probably didn't even know that uh the past couple of months there were three thousand earthquakes at Antarctica, three thousand earthquakes in, in our Antarctica. It's because they're they're down there battling. And what I've been told is that uh, when the poles shifted, the Arcturians took the power back, and they they basically are charging the inner sun or the black hole, whatever you want to call it, and for uh, a higher vibration. And that's why I don't know if you know about like the Schumann resonance, like the the vibration of Earth. That's why the Schumann resonance has been spiking so high and you're seeing all these, these white rips in it because now we're, we are being accepted by uh, the Galactic Federation because we're finally escaping from the Greys and Reptilians uh, slave ship that they've set up for us. And Donald Trump and other uh, people in, in places of government are working hand in hand with these higher dimensional ETs to take out the lower vibrational ETs that have literally, like the movie The Matrix is a perfect example. They literally use you as a battery. They they react off of you by giving you mass media of a trauma-based, like when you turn on the news, nothing good is on the news. They're never telling you about people that are doing a good service or helping one another or loving one another. They're telling you about all the doom and gloom because you react off of that and your energy, your vibration goes down and then you're literally feeding these lower vibrational entities. Think about it like Monsters, Inc. They're scaring you, and then they're feeding off your energy to keep themselves alive. So the more that we leave the sphere state, and, and the more that we go into higher consciousness levels like love, light, compassion, togetherness, we are destroying them when we do that. So it, I wish there was a way that like we could just like 
project this message through the entire collective consciousness because we would just destroy them. We wouldn't even need help. We could do it on our own. I've got a follow up. So I would say like probably a third of our country's population is probably as we would say waking up, right? I think when we yeah. look at other countries, they are way more alert and aware to things that are going on and they see what's going on in our country and they are able to tell you know like how it is and they seem to understand it more than people in this country do you think this movement is like so powerful that the other two-thirds of the country like will get down with it just through you know the power of the movement or is that like too much to ask um honestly it's going to come down to that giant red pill moment and that's going to be connected through uh, the child pedophilia because i mean if you don't you know once they lay it all out there that this stuff is real epstein's island and all other places that these people worship lucifer and they drink children's blood and do all these sick things i mean if you don't see that you know and, and like you're given the hard facts on it and you don't see that and you don't agree with that then you're just an enemy to begin with and, and you're a part of that so i think that a lot of people when it's not a con a, a quote-unquote conspiracy theory but a reality they'll wake up to that and i think pretty soon we're going to see that that uh what i like to call ripping of the band-aid moment where we're just gonna let it all out let it be known the d class and everything and i think that that will definitely shift the consciousness even more than it already has Boom. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we're prime for that. You know, we got one side that clearly is like against what's going on. And then you got another side that's just like accepting what's going on, because I guess they just are too ignorant to even think about it. But like, it's an acceptance. They're not they're not happy. I don't see anybody happy about what's going on. You know, everyone's just accepting it for what it is. That's brainwashing. Yeah, that, that's what it comes down to. And one of the things that Q actually said was that uh, four to six percent will be gone forever. There's just no coming back for them. Their their consciousness is pretty much done already. And I would like to say that that's like the Antifa people, the people that are just living on the street, shitting on the street, just in the name of that they hate something that they don't even know what it is because they're being led by a globalist to do so. Uh, that's a that's a dead state of consciousness. It, you can't even figure out what's really going on they think that they're raging against the machine but they're actually raging for it so so get into the the because you brought up the matrix and i like that you use that as a metaphor just now get into the red pill blue pill soul pill black pill dichotomy and, and what because i i'm aware i think a lot of people are aware of blue pill and red pill some people might not be aware of black pill which was kind of mentioned okay. in the beginning and then soul pill is new to all of us here in the chat besides you graph so please let us know okay so uh for the people that you know pretty much red pill blue pill blue pill would be staying in this lower form of consciousness and accepting the things that they give you like vaccines like the the, the mass media uh the false idols of hollywood you know, worshiping these people that don't give a fuck about you and uh, could literally care less about you. And, and you're like fighting with people tooth and nail, protecting these people, you know, that, that I would say is the blue pill. The red pill is waking up to that they are all satanic pedophiles that 
The world is basically a giant lie. The education system was created by the Rockefellers to make you a slave. Most religion was created to keep you in a perplexed state of never finding out who you are as a spiritual being. Um, the red pill is waking up. The soul pill, I would say, is consciousness at its full extent. Because once you understand that you are a spiritual being and you feel that you know you're in line with everything the way that it's supposed to go and you're able to see these synchronicities and you're able to understand the timeline and you're able to go back and, and see these things i would say that's the soul pill because you're connecting with your soul uh the black pill which is the doom energy of the people are like nothing's happening oh this uh, i'm scared put on the mask uh you know uh, the world's gonna end tribulations uh you know just that that black pill energy if you're a doomer you just you're stuck in this this uh mind state that there is no salvation for you and the only salvation that you believe in is from the world literally being destroyed you know that that's the thing about revelations when people bring up revelations to me it's a story of doom you're literally manifesting and bringing in this story that the entire world gets ruined and we have to go through this chaotic period for us to be saved and I mean, would God really do that to us, the creator that created the entire universe and all the beautiful things? I don't believe so. I mean, I think that the cabal, as long as it's been around, created most of the stories of the, the revelations, honestly. In all Absolutely. No, I mean, to jump off of that graph, thanks for bringing that point up. I actually am working right now on a project with um, the other podcast that I work for, Skeptico, uh, Alex Sakaris. Yeah. We're working on a project describing how the Romans created Christianity as the first real psyop, you know, and uh, yeah. and this guy Josephus, who might not have even existed himself, has been credited to writing all this stuff about Jesus in order to take so Rome could take over Judea, and they did that, and then they yeah. used the New Testament, the Gospels, you know to their advantage and i think the apocalypse is a very very easy thing to spot once you get into this red pill mindset as something that just seems fishy it's like you know people who seem like they're red pill will get hung up on this black pill apocalyptic thing and i think that the cabal created that because they know that some of us are too smart to be controlled so we need to be you know thrown down the wrong path in a sort of way and come off as well as kind of a doomful person that nobody i mean if you hear a black pill guy like going off about conspiracies it's just like all right dude like give me a break you know like you almost don't want to yeah. hear it you know, so yeah. I think that the cabal or whoever it is that runs and the control system has, op, you know, operated that in for a reason to kind of throw us conscious yeah. folks down the wrong path. And um, yeah, man, I, I'm excited to get into it because it's a, a nice relief from all the modern BS going on. I mean, it's great that people are waking up, but it also seems to me like, you know, we might be having to face a vaccine. I mean, how, what are your thoughts on, on that graph? Do you think that we'll actually have to uh, get that mandated or not? I don't think so. I think that right now, this is the death rattle of the cabal, uh, you know, that they're like, they're just trying to throw up their last fight to scare everybody. 
I don't believe that. And that's another thing that was written in Revelations, you know, the, the vaccines or the chips or the, the mark of the beast, you know, it all correlates with the same thing. And that's what they want. They want you to manifest this. But like I said, I, I have a true feeling within my soul and within my heart that this, this timeline will not come about. Um, the people that you're seeing getting it and, and all this stuff, I mean, I, I truly believe it's optics. And I think that, you know, uh, a lot of these people that are accepting it, it's, I hate to say this, but it's kind of like trimming the fat, you know, it's like they're choosing to do this to themselves. Like, yeah. you know, um, the, the well, world considering that the, Considering that the vaccine has an mRNA kind of component to it that alters your DNA, do you think that the elite or the cabal have worked that in there to kind of slow down the 12 step DNA process? Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. What do you, what do you think course, is going to happen to someone like that that gets a vaccine? I mean, I don't think I know anyone personally who's gotten it. I'm sure some of my family will get it because there are people like that in my family. I really hope they'd ask me first, but they think I'm crazy. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen to people who get it? Um, honestly, man, I think that they probably will get stuck in this cycle of coming back to earth over and over again. Um, ascension is about figuring out consciousness and how to explore these other, um, you know, other dimensions and stuff. And I feel like that will, uh, slow the process down very much. So to keep you reincarnating back on earth and a lot of these people, uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of like a balance beam. It's like, you know, it's 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 going to happen or it's not going to happen. And they're the ones that are ultimately choosing to make it happen. You know, uh, we've tried and tried and tried. There's a lot of information out there about these vaccines. And if people are still going to fall for that because they're, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. I mean, I'm at the point right now, man, where like my salvation is, is really about myself right now. And, I, you know, I need to be a little... Uh, I hate to say this, but for myself, you know, I need to be like that person, you know, and I hate to be that person because I love to spread love and I love to help. But right now I need to be stingy with my energy and, and worry about like my path. And I love my family and, you know, I, my family, my family knows I'm crazy, we'll say. And they, <laughs> they literally like, they, some of them will believe it. Others will shoot it down. And, you know, I can only plant the seed, man. If they fall for that, it's nothing I could do. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you, man, for sure. I think that thought has come over me many times on this journey of like, you know, I got to keep this to myself. And what I've realized is you can only really give to those who ask for it. You know, the people who seek out this information, if they find it through me, you know, God bless them. And I think that that's why I started this podcast. And I'm glad you're starting one because I think you have a very important message to share. And I'm excited to see what you do uh, with that, you know, um, to close it out. I mean, Chris, Adam, you guys got any questions before we have Graph kind of tell us his final thoughts here? Uh, no, I don't have any questions, but I, I would say that, um, for you to say that you are stingy with your energy wouldn't be necessarily a bad thing because like you've kind of explained over this hour that we're in this sort of spiritual battle or war or something. And in, in times of war, you have to do what you got to do to, uh, you know, kind of, uh, keep your side up. Exactly.
exactly. No, I love that. One hundred percent. Jay's back. Jay, you got any closing thoughts, questions? Closing thoughts, questions. Um, I don't. This has been a great conversation. I've loved talking to you, Anthony. Yeah, dude, you do a really good job of piecing it all together, man. Like I, I did not. I'll definitely sure. do that. Oh, for sure. I mean, you've done a good job of piecing it together. I've tried to explain this stuff to these guys. I think they kind of get it by now, but you did a good job of piecing it all together. I think it's just March, Mark's approach. <laughs> it comes off a little aggressive sometimes. Yeah, whatever you say. Just ask me that question you asked again. Why don't you ask Graph? What Graph? What do you think? Do you think that humanity should ever put their brain in think- <laughs> Ask again, I didn't hear you. Jay? No, Mark, ask it again. Do you think that uh do you think that humanity should put their brain in a jar? No, no, I don't think, <laughs> that. think that that's think possible that, for someone to I think put their brain in a jar. I think that's like neurolink transhumanism, like stepping into that realm. Uh which is satanic, just, right? Yeah, your brain's just going to yeah, so put anything what, in your brain. So when they casually bring that up to me, like, hey, Mark, you think I could ever get my- No, no, no. <laughs> Let me explain. I just had a thought one day. Listen, Anthony, all I had to say was yes or no. And I, it just randomly came to me. And so I asked the question and he tore me to shreds and said, I was <laughs> I was part of the government, wanted to be part of the whole, whole Satan thing. And I'm like, it was just a yes or no question. And so now we've we talk about it all the time as a little joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm very anti-transhumanist, man. I mean, but this has been a this has been a great conversation. You got any final thoughts for our audience or, or any of us? Uh yeah. You know, um, honestly, the number one thing I will say is that you know, right now, the most important thing is to be to be realizing that you are a spirit and that you're a strong spirit and that you are able to have these abilities that you can tap into and you're in a spiritual war right now stop feeding the fear okay because you're actually feeding the enemy you're actually being treasonous by being scared okay because you're fueling these lower vibrational entities keep the cozy going enjoy life we're on a wild ride right now but this is all being handled i, I truly believe the patriots are in control I think that you're watching a movie and it's about to get real good. So just stay calm guys. And I'll definitely be back. Thank you for having me guys. I really enjoyed this dude for real. And uh, to that folks, you can find all of this exclusive content on Patreon. We put the video up on Patreon. This audio of course is for free, but go on over to the patreon.com slash M-F-T-I-C and you'll find all that exclusive content, including more things like a Kung Fu movie, which graph we'd hope you'd join us for that uh, at the end of this month on the 25th, <clears throat> we're going to be watching a Kung Fu movie in the discord uh, for fun and just to chill, get some conspiracy minded folks all together on the discord. So Hope you'll join us. Thanks for listening, folks, and uh, have a good night. Mark is bananas. Crazy. Okay, this guy's losing his mind. I Don't listen crazy to him. For feeling so lonely.
follow us on patreon.com slash nftic. That's patreon.com slash nftic.